Hey there, it's Joshua. I'm just leaving my uh, interview for this week. Um, just spent a little over three hours chatting with Todd, uh, Todd Culver. Um, riveting stuff. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, our sphere, um, our personal sphere, what we take in, uh, what we need to work on, how, what what to concentrate on, and uh, and we have some differences of opinion uh, in this conversation, um, and I say that uh, with joy. Uh, it's cool to have um, a long, thoughtful um, conversation. It's well thought out on either end, um, and just kind of go back and forth on on um, how we feel about it and how we interpret this and how we interpret that. Um, Todd's got a lot of fire, a lot of joy. Um, he's a bright-eyed, uh, big-smiled human um, with a lot of enthusiasm, and uh, I'm really happy to introduce you to him here. Um, have a great listen. Thanks. We're rolling. All right, um, cool. How old are you, for the record? I am 46 years young. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, who are you, and how would you describe yourself? Hmm. My name is Todd Cover. My friends call me TC. Um, I am a human living this human experience. <laughs> Pretty excited about it. Um, I've been in Bend since 1996, and um, I'm a dreamer and a, um, an adventurer. I love, uh, I love new, new experiences, um, and just doing my best to uh, to, to suck the life out of this human experience the, the best I can and, and also help, uh, help people realize their, their greatness uh, as well. Hmm. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm starting to offer a, a, a warning or a, a, a healthy encouragement to avoid answering this question in a particular way for mm -hmm. this, but yeah. um, I've found through asking these questions and just my own experience out in the world that um, there, it's like an unspoken list of right answers, yeah. right? The people who grab, it makes them feel a certain way to say it, makes them look a certain way to say it. Right. And I think that that's about as deep as it goes. Mm -hmm. So um, just avoid that as much as possible for this. But okay. um, I want to know what concerns you about the human experience, yours, mine, everybody around you, and all people in the world, essentially, right? What, what breaks your heart? Um, what makes you sad? What, um, what affects you personally? And then what motivates you to do something about that? That's a great question. <clears throat> um, I'd have to say, like we were talking earlier, um, the uh, fear, I think, is probably the biggest um, thing that makes me the saddest. And how our society pumps fear for their own power. Um, it feels with the media, uh, social media, the media, um, the government, um, these the push for for almost a material gain in in the place of fear. Um, or pushing fear to have um, 
material gain um, is really sad. You know, I've been traveling uh, the world um, the last 10 years of my life and, you know, living with different cultures, not really living, but just traveling with those different cultures and seeing, you know, how the family unit is is a lot tighter in these countries. I just got back from Peru and, you know, seeing multiple generations living together and <clears throat> our society has, you know, become pretty separated from that. Um, and I think that that is a, a detriment to the, like the family unit, you know, we're going, we're moving to these big cities, we're moving from these, from our towns and, in all in the the name of wanting more money more success more material things um whereas and i feel people are really unhappy you know i think it's something it's 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 something that can never be achieved to the max right i believe that um self-worth and and, and love comes from within um, I think people are looking towards that happiness from outside influences. Um, I really feel <clears throat> also looking at those those countries um, and the way they treat their elderly, the way that they treat the um, the people with mental disorders and diseases. You know, I think our glamorous society kind of pushes the elderly away. You know, um, and also you know people of mental illness. Um, uh, I think that countries like Peru really covet those people and, and um, look up to their, their elderly. And um, I think that's something that we've just, we've gotten away from. And I think that's a really big um, detriment to the fabric of our existence mm -hmm. of togetherness, you know, feels sad to me mm -hmm. um, to, to kind of see how that's happening. And the separateness and the social media and how we're becoming further and further away from each other instead of getting closer together, which we, which we're innately as humans meant to be. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going like, to pull a little bit more out of that, mm -hmm. if you don't mind. We've been talking for uh, an hour or so, so like yeah. we feel like we're on a pretty similar wavelength. Yeah. Um, but for for those that haven't been talking with you for the last hour, yeah. Um, what's pitched to us uh, in over and and quieter ways, right? Um, unfortunately, like isn't labeled fear, right? And 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 I think when people hear that, they might think like, I'm not afraid, right? Right. We have this like it's a bristle to like. Uh, why, why in the world would I admit a weakness out of the thing that I'm putting all my time and energy into pursuing, right? And, right. and so th somehow there needs to be like this, like we need to call it what it is. Um, and then that, because like people just aren't even, they're like unaware, I think, of these actions that are really detrimental to themselves and everybody around them as being fear. Mm-hmm. So what's the simplest way to, to like show that to people that like this, and, and I think this is potentially really dangerous territory because mm -hmm. like uh, uh, there's this 
we ha we want to be right, right? Like you want to be right, I want to be right. Like we all kind of want to be right in some way. We want to, even if it's just to believe in our own path. Right. So what's like the simplest, kindest, and also most direct way to, to share with people and so many people too, right? Like masses and masses and masses of people that these things that we do are coming from fear and not from love and they're mm -hmm. never, we're never gonna find what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. do, you do you have language for that? Do you have, yeah, does that resonate with you? Yeah, totally, it totally resonates with me. Um, <clears throat> you know, how do we, how do we hold space for people to heal, I guess? Um, how do we, what do, what do we do to be able to um, allow people to tap into their innate great their innate great greatness? Mm. Um, um, you know, I just I, I guess I guess I can just only speak from my own experience about you know trying to identify the human experience and looking at my own experience in this, um, and you know, kind of diving deep into what what's causing this pain and suffering in people right what's causing um suicides to happen and and uh, widespread depression you know amongst people that live in bend we have a great life here you know and i hear about depression um a lot i i have depression and and have experienced it myself as well um and i think a lot of it comes from you know, my mind of not being good enough and not being successful enough and not having enough money and not being accepted and not, um, you know, being loved or, or whatever these these feelings that, that the humans have, the human experience has. Um, a lot of it has been, you know, taught by our parents, mm. you know, in ways. And, and it's been their parents and their parents and their parents, you know. Um, there's, you know, trying to like we talked about earlier, be able to transcend the, the things that are inhibiting me from loving myself unconditionally, breaking those belief systems, breaking the, the mold of, of this box that society wants to put me in, put us in, um, so that we can be creative and expressive and not know human beings not human doings right mm -hmm. um i think we have a lot of uh you know there's a lot of um a lot of things against us right with having to you know a mortgage payment and a car payment and a family and all these things this big ball that we have to keep in the air there's a lot of things that are working against us and then we have to try to in that time find our own self-love and self-worth and have time for ourselves um it feels like there's a, a lot against us in that way mm -hmm. um i think that you know with my mission my own personal mission obviously is love myself unconditionally and then also allow people to and allow spaces for people to be able to do the same whether that's through events um, i have a, a little um, community gathering event that i have that's going on at six year called us fest um, working with um, my business partner, Amy, with the Courage Tribe, you know, trying to promote togetherness um, through the, through kind of the business channel, through community events, doing man camp, um, 
kind of my mission, I guess, is to be able to be able to hold those spaces for people um, to talk amongst each other, to be able to be vulnerable, to be able to grow and learn and, and ultimately transcending fear because fear is the base of all those problems. Mm -hmm. You know, I was listening to Jason Silva and uh, he was wonderful and I'm excited to share his podcast mm -hmm. with you. He's kind of my new hero. <clears throat> and he was talking about, you know, his question was asked, you know, what's the biggest, what's the greatest problem with our species, you know, and, and, and the humans. And one of the biggest things is fear of death. And, and a lot of people are using fear of death as control. And you see it mm. with maybe the government saying, you know, the immigrants are going to come and they're going to steal your, your, your freedom. Um, or that person's gonna, you know, you know, gonna take your job, or um, you know, that guy's gonna take your girlfriend. There's all these things that you know that are that are that are fearful amongst. And I guess I kind of got off the subject a little bit in terms of the, the death. I mean, I think organized religion has created a lot of that as well. Mm -hmm. And I believe in spirits and the higher power, but there's been a lot of fear that's been built across that, mm -hmm. and it's all about this. The great mystery of, of not knowing what's what's out there mm -hmm. in terms of the next where we go where our souls go when mm -hmm. we pass away and i think there's people that have leveraged that and used that um to their advantage mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um and yeah. that's what that's kind of from from him and, and it really resonated with me too if as the biggest problem in our in our society so hmm. <laughs> as you uh make your way um you, on a daily basis, on, on just a regular old mundane ho-hum kind of, you know, you've got grocery shopping and banking and whatever, right? <laughs> right? You get a pair of pants today kind of stuff. Yeah. W what do people mean to you? What do we mean to each other individual to individual as, as we go about our business? Mm. Well, um, I guess the first part, first part of that question is, um, I guess putting on my pants and going to the, to, to the grocery store and stuff like that. I guess I've, um, I really do my best to try to do everything with a sense of joy mm. and a sense of wonderment. Um, I know it's easy to get caught in our kind of mundane life and the, the structures, like we talked earlier about, um, you know, the difference between this, this disciplinary, you know, structural life that we have to live because it's expensive to be an American and then also that chaos, that creative side, that feeling of wanting to explore and wanting to, to paint or wanting to meet new people. You know, we can't do both. We almost have to be kind of equal in, 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 in both of those. Um, and the second part of the question itself, um, you know, everybody's doing the best they can with the level of awareness that they have. Um, and I think, like I said, is, you know, developing unconditional self-love is the most important thing. So you can be a influence in ways or a, um, uh, what was the word I wanted to use? Um, to be able to just, yeah, just to be an example of, of what it is and, and, to, and to, to just try to spread joy. Like you said, you know, you like to hike and walk around and smile at people. Mm -hmm. and, and even that just little smile, you know, will change their day. Will 
um, or help influence their day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think humans are doing the best they can. I think we're, we're up against a lot of uh, separateness and lack of inclusion and um, a lot of that going back to fear again um, with with the media and everything. And I think that it's, you know, I think it's our, our duty, just like what you're doing here, is to be able to allow people to express themselves and to be able to teach and learn and be open and, and ultimately heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess back to the question of day-to-day life, um, I'm always just stoked beyond belief um, that I live here in Bend and always looking at the mountains or spending time in nature is, brings me back to center. Um, and it's nice that we have access to that too. If I maybe am having a shitty day, I can take a drive out to the, to the woods and walk around for a little bit and kind of get my center, uh, a little bit more. So hopefully that answered the question. Sure. (laughs) Kind of rambling. It's okay, man. Um, (laughs) I want to go a little further with that one too than usual. Uh, Yeah. Based on conversation we had before we turned the recorder on, um, the other day, I met someone, and he was a nice enough person, um, engaged in thoughtful back and forth conversation, and it's fine. But he said something that has kind of stuck with me, and um, he said, "You know, I'm not causing any harm. That's his goal. It's like just go out and do no harm." Mm-hmm. And it just like um, irritated me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily with like judgment about him individually and I don't exactly know like how deeply he meant that but I think in general there is a bit of that mentality like and and just to allude to what you were saying before kind of just as like to take care of yourself right like be in control of your perceptions your feelings how you respond to the thing right and as someone who's like pretty fiery person that's often been um, I feel like used against me in a very like unsophisticated way of like the reactionary person is the one at fault right you can be harmed but if you respond that person always gets the greater the greater punishment for sure for some particular reason so i kind of want to like make a big leap here and 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 go from like what's your what's your idea of of the contrast between the like go out and do no harm transitioning into the like you've got to just be on top of yourself take care of your own filter Mm-hmm. how you respond, what that might be as an example, like you were referencing earlier to others, to like the difference between that and, and, and these people who are like out in it, like very visibly fighting it, protesters, marchers, um, um, civil rights activists and, 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 and social justice lawyers and, and yeah. like kind of that whole scheme of just like these deep human pains that people are trying to write. How do you feel about that spectrum? Mm. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I think if we can live, like I said, um, that understanding that everybody's doing the best they can with the level of awareness, right? You know, this might be stretching it, but, uh, you know, Charles Manson was doing the best he can with the level of awareness that he had at the time. If he knew any other awareness, he wouldn't have done what he did, you know, or anybody for that matter, right? So I think I, I, I look at life and people in a lens of that, and that gives me 
the ability to have compassion for everybody because mm-hmm. they are doing the best they can. Um, you know, whatever, we're all on our individual path and experience, right? And how we want to create this motion picture of our lives is all up to us. If people want to act, you know, be activists and talk about it and, and fight for what they believe in, that's amazing, mm-hmm. you know? If people want to be complacent and just go to work and go home and mow their lawn on Saturday and do that and watch TV and that's their life, then that's fine too, you know? Um, I think that, I know that I can feel the, you know, the frustrate the level of frustration that people have, like, God, you just want to shake people and you just want to be like, hey, you know, wake up a little, you know, mm-hmm. see this, see this experience as being great and, you know, I'm just not trying to do any harm. I mean, maybe people have, maybe maybe the, the guy you had that conversation with has thoughts of harming people. <laughs> you know, maybe mm-hmm. there's something, he's just like, I'm just trying to maintain my experience here so I don't do anything stupid, <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I think that, mm-hmm. uh, I think that, you know, we've been, I've been really fortunate to have a, a tribe and, and, and group of friends and Ben has been amazing in terms of kind of growing together and, and understanding just the nature of reality and, the, and, the, and expanding our consciousness um, with, with different modalities and changing uh, kind of what we talk about. And the human experience is really pretty amazing that we're even here, we're spinning in a ball in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? In mm-hmm. a galaxy that's in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and so the, so I think having, uh, you know, a, a lightness to, to life and maybe not trying to take it so serious, feeling like not, not taking it as seriously and just basking in the, in the joy of it. And yeah, of course there's, there's issues. I have, you know, an incurable disease, uh, multiple sclerosis that I live with on a daily basis that, um, you know, I've never felt a victim of it. I've never felt like it's been poor me. I've always thought of um, blessed that I have it. I wouldn't be who I, I am if I didn't have this adversity. And mm-hmm. I know, you know, a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think that always going back to that place of I'm doing the best I can with the level of awareness I have. Mm-hmm. And my goal in my life is to increase my level of awareness. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. if I can increase my level of awareness and I can have conversations with you or I can talk with my friends or we can go, you know, I can put on uh, events and that can allow people to also tap into their greater awareness and awakening, then that's, then that's the secret sauce, I think, in humanity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and some people are going to get it and some people aren't. And some people want to wake up and some people don't. Mm-hmm. Some people are complacent, you know? Um, I looked at people in Peru and I went on my trip there and they're so connected to, to mother, to mother nature and Pachamama is their word for, for mother nature. And they're so connected to the elements and they're Mm -hmm. so happy. Mm -hmm. They're just, they're joyful people. And, and uh, I don't see a lot of, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of crime. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of um, suffering there. There's no homeless people, you know, everyone's taken care of. Everyone has an opportunity to make money. Um, you'll see, a, I saw a lady that had, you know, was in the outdoor market and she had three peaches and three, three potatoes amongst all these people that had all these other things, you know, <laughs> big bushels of corn and all this stuff. She just had this and you could tell she, you know, her clothes were a little, a little ratted and 
you know, um, different things. And, and but she had an opportunity to make it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I'm kind of just rolling on a tangent here, um, but uh, <laughs> it's cool. But it, but it, but it just it it seems it feels more human there. You mm -hmm. know, it feels more. They feel more connected to each other. They feel more connected to the earth. They feel more connected to the elements. They feel more connected to each other. Mm -hmm. They, you know, I think I think we have become really separated from that. And and that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Is we've really gone back we've, with this this material god that we're that we're worshiping. This you know this the movie stars on TV. These people that you know that that are glamorous and these you know these false images of these people and, and, and that's what we're looking up to our social media feeds of, of people are saying hey this is my great life and look at this and how good I am and then they're distracting from their own greatness and their own life you know I think that that's a big um, I think that's a big problem um, I think the, the closer we become to ourselves and to nature and our innate humanness um, mm -hmm. is is um, is what's going to help people achieve their greatest awareness mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I got got the yeah, question right. <laughs> totally. And this next question that I would, would would typically ask, you've touched on quite a lot, but I'm going to go for it anyway because I think you've got a little more on it. Um, what does community mean to you? And specifically, being part of community, I mean, like of humanity, essentially, or or, or whatever, of all living species on Earth. Like, yeah. I, I don't mean the, of like Bend. Yeah. Or the East Side, or whatever. Right? <laughs> right. Um, with what does it mean to you with all of the disparities of agenda mm -hmm. and then like maybe more specifically if you're a person who values community and relationships and and um and celebrating what people have to offer like the woman with her potatoes yeah um what does it mean to you how are you affected by those people that have a different agenda and perhaps an agenda that is like actually detrimental to yours. Hmm. <laughs> um, Not in a perceived way, yeah, but in an actual way. An actual way. The people like from outside influences can say that I'm doing whatever my path is wrong. Or, or... they're, they're, if you, if you're, if you, if I'm understanding you correctly mm -hmm. in togetherness, community, communion, yeah. uh, growth, um, more awareness yeah. uh, is, is what's important. There are people that don't believe that at all. Like yeah, they right. believe that the only thing that matters is accumulation yeah. and, and, and climbing a social ladder or whatever yeah. it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, I would argue that like th those, aren't, those are not hand-in-hand -hand, uh, beliefs. Right? Sure. They're, they're like opposing. Right, yeah. And, and, I, and, and I think the one is impeding yours yeah like right. I, I don't know that your i don't know that your belief is necessarily impeding that person's growth if right. they believe in think, this thing yeah but i do think that theirs might be impeding yours yeah so like what does that mean and like how do you reconcile that right right well i, I kind of go back to like everyone's doing the best they can with what the awareness that they have right and and uh but can I just say one more yeah, thing? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That awareness piece is the piece that I think is like, this is the fuzzy, mystery, sure. uh, invisible cloud in the room, right? It's right, like, yeah. that's not nothing. That yeah. awareness isn't just 
Like that, I don't know that, do you come across that by accident? Um, you know, I think it's, uh, it, no, I think it's maybe divinely planned that, that some people have the opportunity to experience a different sense of reality than others, right? Mm. If somebody grows up and, you know, their family has a bunch of money and, you know, their belief system is you need to work hard and you need to work 70 hours a week and you need to have a family and a white picket fence and a dog and, and you need to go to church, you know, once a week and that's their reality because that's what they've been raised as, right? Mm. Um, in another sense, you know, you could have been raised in that same family and then went and traveled the world and had a new experience, had a different opening um, experience of, of, of reality and what reality really is on a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at maybe some of my friends from the Midwest that have, you know, followed that the typical American path, right? You get it, you go to college, you go to, you go to high school, you go to college, you get a family, you have a dog, you, you stay in the same job as long as you can. I know that's kind of a, an anomaly these days, but you know, and you do that and if, mm -hmm. and, and then you go to church and you're in this and you work 50 hours a week and you come home on Saturday, like I said, and mow your lawn and you watch football and that's your reality and that's all you know, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's people in, you know, where we live in the West Coast that are, or maybe a, a more of a liberal mindset that want to understand this whole experience and how how fascinating it is. Um, I think, you know, going back to the question of like, do, do I feel threatened potentially or impeded by those people that have that belief system? Or do I feel like I can make, be an influence on them at any point? I mean, all I can do is just do the best I can. And if I can have a conversation with somebody like that, that, that might, if I can allow somebody to, to, to see the greater picture or, I mean, who's to say that theirs is wrong and mine's right. I mean, and it's not a competition at all, at all. Right. It's, it's, this is my, this is my motion picture and that's their motion picture of their life. And, and, and everybody is, uh, I'm not going to say it one, another time, but it's like, they're just living their experience from their, how their belief system has been set up in their life and how, and how, you know, they congregate, you know, guys at the golf course and their golf buddies and they sit around and talk about golf and football and get drunk and they do that every Saturday. And that's, that's, that's what brings them joy, brings mm -hmm. them, that brings them joy. I, I, I can't really, I can't really have an, an, a, uh, uh, an expectation of that or a, uh, a comment or, you know, on their experience because that's what they're doing. I'm, I'm just doing my own path and living my own truth and hmm. having, yeah, I don't look at it as competition, I guess, or th a threat at all. I mean, I look at, I, I look at the, like going back to the question of like the sadness and like this with the social media and the separation and how far we become, I mean, we live in these big houses and some people don't even know their neighbors, you know? And, you know, there's, there's a lot of separateness. And as, it, as, as humans, we want inclusion. We want to feel loved. We want to feel a part of something. We want to feel a part of a community. We want to feel part of, uh, of a movement, if you want to say. And that's why people attach themselves, I think, to these movements that are happening. People want to, to feel love and they want to feel that, everybody. And some people have greater access and understand that than others. And 
the the machine as i call it you know the 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 this this the the material god that we've created is it it wants us separate almost it almost feels like it's separating us so they could sell us more shit that we don't need <laughs> or it can glamorize this life and hence going back to like you know putting elderly people in a home and not having them live with you like other cultures do mm. you know or you know kicking mental illness people out and having them live on the streets and be homeless you know mm -hmm. um it's just this sense of separation and i think we need to if we're gonna if we're gonna evolve and heal as a species which i believe is happening it feels like as we need to come together and that's what i hope to do and mm -hmm. feel like i'm doing in some ways um Hopefully, I answered the question. <laughs> kind of rambling. Well, I'm pu I'm, I'm, I'm pushing you a little harder. <laughs> yeah, than, than I like. Most, oh, so. good. I like it. <laughs> Push away. Um, so, you can answer this one shortly if you want. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you? Would you say that you would? Oh. <laughs> Do you think the differences in value systems are the beauty? Yeah. I think diversity is amazing in terms of belief systems. Um, go ahead. <laughs> but then, which I, I thought you might say, mm -hmm. and I think many people would say, yeah. I, I might say, yeah. but I, I would also like, if I said that, I would also then be like, huh, kind of like, did I just say that? Do I really believe it? Mm -hmm. Because I'm compelled to change people. Right. So, and, and I, I think, I mean, I've, and I don't, I, I don't mean this in like an attack, but like yeah. I've, I'm, I've heard two different things from you. One is like, it's all groovy and everybody can be how they want. And the other is like, you have a compulsion to affect change. Totally. So, but it's their, but it's their opportunity to, yeah. to, to, to hop on board. Yeah. You know, all I can do is do the best I can and give them a, a platform to be able to, to come to the table yeah. and to want to do it. But I can't force people to do that. Right. And, and, and it is all groovy because the whole human experience is happening regardless of my effect on it. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen regardless. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, normally, I, normally I would ask like, do you feel a sense of purpose or a compulsion to live uh, with intention or or a responsibility to affect positive change? But like, I think I want to change it for you. Like, do you think yeah. that you should or can affect positive change? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I believe that I believe that I already am mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, I believe that I've, I've kind of made it almost my personal mission in life to be able to help give opportunities for people or like I said, venues or trips or opportunities uh, for people to come to the table that want to evolve and want to be the best people they can be. And, and mm -hmm. it, it all boils down to the self-love piece, right? The self-compassion, the unconditional self-love, which I'm still working on. I still have, mm -hmm. I still have a ways to go. I still have doubts. I have fears. I have feelings of lacking, lack of inclusion. I have feeling fear of, you know, some depression that happens when it get, when the weather gets shitty, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I go through the whole, the, those experiences, but I mean, 
like we talked about earlier, all I can do is, is do that for myself and be the example. And also if I can take one person along and say, hey, let's talk about this life experience or what's going on in your life. How are you, why are you depressed? Where, what's, the, what's the cause, what's your root belief system that you're, de you're depressed? Mm -hmm. Where does that come from? Does it come from your family? Did it come from your grandparents? Did it come from a past relationship? Um, if I can have a conversation and have somebody's light go off that says, wow, you're right, and, and look at them a couple months later and they say, wow, I'm so much lighter and I feel so much better about myself, then that's it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it, it, to, to have this vision of like wanting to change the world or doing all this, all we can do is just change in our scope of right here, this having this conversation. This is all we can, this is all we can change, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you know, and I understand, you know, kind of going back to, you know, people that are standing up and these human rights activists and all these things that are doing it, which is, which is wonderful. And there's people that are taking a, a, a big stand on a lot of these issues, environmental issues and, and um, you know, uh, human rights issues and, and all these, you know, and, and my prayers and blessings go out to all those people, you know. But all I can do in the whole grand scheme of things is control this, my sphere right here, mm -hmm. you know, and, and hopefully be an influence on people to say, wow, what, why, is, why, is, why is he so joyful? <laughs> or mm -hmm. why is he so happy, mm -hmm. you know, or... Oh, you just smiled at me. Maybe, maybe I smiled at somebody that had a bad day, and then they come back to me and say, "Why? What? Why are you so happy? Why are you feeling that way?" And then I can say, "Well, this, this, and this," and then they, then their day is better. Mm -hmm. It's a little change. Mm -hmm. It's a little change. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you know, the calamity of errors, right? That we're even here doing this is a miracle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, four and a half billion years of evolution, mm -hmm. spinning in a ball in the middle of a sun in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's amazing that we're even actually here having this conversation. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of feel that that, the lightness, like I'm not scared for death. I'm, you know, welcome it. It's going to happen. It's like the mm -hmm. great mystery. It's like the, the ultimate experience. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I have that softness about this experience and this, this, this feeling of joy. And mm -hmm. hopefully you can share that with, with other people, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. too. We're, we're, near, we're near the end here. Um, Great. The interview I did earlier this week, I actually like explained why I asked this question. And I think it's maybe a good practice until, um, you know, until enough people have heard me explain it that it becomes the, the understood. But I, I started at, um, I don't get tons of feedback on the project, but one of the pieces was like people wanted to hear a little bit more from me. So yeah. I started to ask if people wanted to ask me a question. Yeah. And, and I, of course, wrestle with like that, right? Because it's a strange, it's like putting myself in some seat of importance. Like, why does anybody want to hear from me? But also like, why does anybody want to hear from you? So I figured yeah. like we could trade. Yeah, for sure. Um, so well, cause I think you're important and, <laughs> what, and your work is important. Thanks. What you're doing here is you're tapping into people's greatness and whether you're, whether that's your mission or not, I think you're, you have, you're an intellectual person that wants to, see what's going on and outside yourself mm -hmm. because you're probably gaining wisdom and and self-understanding for yourself by these interviews too oh yeah certainly you know yeah so good for you thanks yeah so do you do you want to ask me anything and it's you know for uh, for your benefit for mine and for whoever might be yeah attention. um 
Uh, I guess, you know, what, what, I mean, this is a great question. What, what holds us back as humans? What's, what's the number one, what's the number one uh, thing that comes to your mind that, that holds us back to humans to be able to tap into our innate greatness? I think, uh, I, my opinion is that we could have the same um, interview tomorrow and we'd have a different conversation, right? Sure. So like, totally. um, these, this answer is my answer for here and now. Mm-hmm. But um, th- this is, she's an extremely controversial uh, author, especially among the, the group of people that I socialize with, um, Ayn Rand. Uh, has become kind of the spokesperson. I'm not sure that she was up for it, but for this ultra-conservative crowd, um, I think she's a brilliant writer. Mm. Um, and she has a quote that I've adopted and um, definitely resonates with the way I live my life. Mm-hmm. And it helps me get through times of extreme difficulty. Um, she says, a man with no values is at the mercy of anyone's will. Hmm. And that's what I'm witnessing. That's what I witness when I hear the news. That's what I witness when I look at um, Trump mm-hmm. and all his troop of fools. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do mean offense by that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I witness when I hear about uh, genocide. It's what I witness when I uh, hear about rainforest destruction. That's what I witness when I think of uh, whoever Greenpeace is up against today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I witness when I think about sex trafficking, about rape, about racism, on and on and on. Like that's what I that's what I have come to believe is that. People aren't taking enough pride in how they think and they feel about something. I actually don't believe for a single second that someone, if they really were to to spend the time, if they could access the ability to think deeply and introspectively, that they find joy in these atrocious activities. And that, to me, um, makes me feel hate. Mm And deep, 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 deep anger and resentment, and also um, pity mm-hmm. and sadness for them because they're not having the right experience. Right. And I know this is very like I'm right and you're wrong, mm-hmm. not you, but sure. And I guess I've just decided that I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to drink my Kool Aid. You don't have to attend my church. You don't have to believe what I have to say. But like the things that I envision about a beautiful world are like things that are better for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me feel okay about how I feel. Yeah. I think people are cowards and they're cowards for, to a variety of reasons. They, they're cowards because of the way they were brought up, the, the world they were born into, mm-hmm. um, the, the messages that were fed, the advertising that we receive, um, there's just a lack of boldness and a lack of ability to stand up for what you believe against all odds. Right. I think that's what's causing us to go astray. What causes that? I mean, it's, you know, how far, 
how far can we deconstruct this right before we're four and a half billion years ago spinning? You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But as an active day-to-day decision-making process, I think we're falling short in that realm. Absolutely. And um, what is your, what are you, you're doing this project, which is helping, right? What, what are you, in theory, theory in theory, <laughs> what are you doing to, in your own sphere of influence to be, be an influence and be a change, be the change you want to see, be the, you know, there's all these atrocious sure. things that are going off in the world and it's, it feel, you feel helpless at times and mm-hmm. it'll drive you mad, mm-hmm. <laughs> really, because yeah. if you say, oh, well, this is happening here and this is going on here and the fucking plastic's here and this is the, and it's like, it would drive you crazy. Yeah. You know? I, I stand up for the, for, I stand up for others and I stand up for myself when I'm wronged. I tell people, yeah. like, it's not the way. Yeah. You're wrong. And sometimes that comes out in less desirable ways, right? Yeah, right. You know, sometimes that, that could be throwing my bike down and being like, what's your fucking problem? Right. <laughs> right. Why are you going to cut me off? Yeah, right. But in that moment, I'm still standing up for my values of like, you yeah. need to respect me. Yeah, totally. I'm willing to respect you and you need to respect me. And then that goes for everybody else that you ever encounter. Right. What I'm doing is I I like, I show up on time. Yeah. I be where I'm going to be and I do what I say I'm going to do. I offer uh, people a smile. Mm -hmm. My first reaction to people is, is, or my first action to people is kindness, right? Yeah. It's a um, awareness. It's a a focus. It's an attention. It's a gift of, of, Time. I try not to be a busy person because I, I have no idea what those interactions are going to be. Right. right? Um, so you do like so you come you come at it with a sense of joyful and love. But if somebody doesn't return that in favor, or they cut you off or something like that. Then what's your reaction? It's it's that I think like we need to stop doing those things. Yeah. Like we need to redirect and we need to be better. Yeah. No matter how busy, no matter how late, no matter it's like there's so many other things that affected that for you. Your being late isn't really my problem. Yeah. Your your being frustrated at someone on a bicycle is not my problem, but it becomes my problem because you're endangering my life. Yeah, right, totally. You know, you you brought it up a few times, like you're gonna look at somebody and smile them and that might change their day. It definitely will change your day if you don't look at them and smile at them. Right. Because somebody like me is really uh, sensitive to that kind of yeah, thing. Totally. Somebody like me then spends time being like, what is wrong with people? Why aren't people friendly? Right. Um, I, I'm not going home being like, man, why was that weirdo smiling yeah, as he right. was walking down the street? Right. Ever. That's never <laughs> that my question. happens, right? Totally. You know? So, yeah, I get really fired up about this stuff, but I think like we're just not... It's not just about being kind, and it's not even about doing it out of a sense of duty. You just have to want things to be better, sure. And then you have to act accordingly. Yeah. It is that. It it it, it is that. Like, be the change you want to see. And I fail at it every day. Yeah. And I'm and I and I beat myself up for it, and it makes me feel sad and frustrated, and like, right. when am I ever gonna get it? And maybe I'm not. Right. But I'm gonna keep trying. Yeah. I'm gonna keep working my ass off for it. Totally. Because, like, why, why else? What else is there to do? Right. Just fall into the flow that I'm complaining about, right. participate in the madness, and live my life until I can't w- w- walk and I'm, you know, peeing in a bag and, right, totally. and complaining about my hospice. It's like, what? That right. doesn't sound cool. No, definitely not. Well, I commend you for, for living your truth and for, doing, and for doing it. Thanks. Um, I think that, uh, I think that, um, this experience for you. every experience is, is is just another layer in our in our greatness 
<clears throat> you know, um, I think that just you could just continue to look at look at yourself and 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 do the work internally and and where does that frustration come from? Where does the where does the anger in what somebody did to you where does that come from? Where does that belief system come from? Mm. Because it's not healthy, I don't think, to get wrapped up in that. It doesn't feel healthy to get wrapped up in in what mm. somebody else's experience affected your experience. Mm-hmm. Because once again, they're doing the best they can. It's all they knew. A person doesn't know how to drive. That's not your problem <laughs> or whatever, you know. Yeah, um, but again, it's that same thing. It's like it is my problem because they almost killed me. Yeah, or it, right. it is my problem because um, you're not doing the best you can. If I mean, I guess I guess this is now technically like a, not seeing things eye to eye, right? It's like yeah. you're not doing the best you can if you're raping somebody. Right. I don't believe it. You're yeah. not doing the best you can if you're committing genocide. You're not doing sure. the best you can. You're con- putting yourself first and you're taking all your desires first. And that takes like, uh, that's active. Yeah. That's right. not passive. Right. I think. But that's, but that's their awareness. If they knew any different, they wouldn't do it, right? I don't know. I think they know different. Hmm. Yeah. They, they have all the examples around them. Right. Totally. Yeah, I think what I hear you say sometimes when you say this, or what makes me think is like, it's like almost as if you're saying like you don't think there's malintent. I think if somebody's awareness level of awareness was different, they wouldn't do it. And my awareness of knowing that uh, that something's right or wrong, you know, I think a lot of people that's what they that's their belief. That's their. That's what. That's what they know. That's all they know. They wouldn't do it, right? I mean, it's different. Obviously, these huge atrocious things are happening to our species, to our to humans that we're doing to each other. This, you know, same thing with the guy that's you know, doesn't pay his employees shit and makes twenty million billion dollars a year. You know, I mean, that's. Do you think that there are are they? That's his awareness. That's all he knows how to do. That's all he, you know, and it is fueled by greed and fueled by power and fueled by fear and all these things that, that, that make that person do that. You know, I think just from my own perspective is understanding it, it gives me a sense of, of relief to be able to know that some, that if, if their awareness was different, then they wouldn't do it. But that's all they knew because they wouldn't have done it. And, and understanding, yeah, they have influences and there's, there's good people out there and there's the church and there's all these things that people could look up to. That person that caused a, a, a rape or whatever, but they didn't follow it. They didn't follow those influences or they wouldn't have done it. So that's, their, that's, what, that's in their forefront of their awareness. But what's the resolve to that? To what end? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Yeah. Changing yourself, you know, because that's all you have control over. Hmm. But it is sad. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> it's a wild, it's a wild. Um... It's a wild experience, this human thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Do you want to say anything in closing? No, I think this is, <laughs> that, that <might> <laughs> this has been great. I really, um, I guess I really appreciate you and what you're doing and I appreciate your compassion and passion. Hmm.
because there's a lot in there, you know. You wouldn't mm. be doing this if, if it wasn't. Um, I got a lot of passion. I know. I like that fire. Yeah. It's good. It gets shit done. <laughs> it's, I got, uh, uh, this is this is funny. I'll, I'll leave it on the record. I got, um, I, I, uh, I, I went to uh, like a hyper-conservative college and um, didn't drink and wasn't mm -hmm. doing drugs or anything until uh, later in life. And um, during this time, I wasn't doing any of that stuff. But there was all these rules. It was really, really strict curfews and, and all this stuff. And I, I was always getting in trouble for like pretty basic stuff, like repelling out the window or like right. I don't know, little things. And I got I got in trouble again in school for something. I don't recall like the the details of this particular circumstance, but. Um, you know, I'm 20 years old or something. I'm not. I'm kind of like past being reprimanded for silly things. Right. And uh, I remember um, one of the, the the heads of the college, and I had a meeting, and it it was like a it, it, it like it took all that he had to do it, but he did it and he meant it, and he like praised me for my passion. <laughs> <laughs> and and like he meant it. It wasn't quite a backhanded compliment, but it was like headed in that direction. Right. Uh, and that's funny. I had forgotten about that until you just said that. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's um, it's there. It is there. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, the stories you've told me about your life and how you came to this point right now, and the sacrifices you made, and to be able to do what what makes you come alive, what yeah. makes your what what taps into your innate liveness, is doing this and having passion for this and and searching for the answers and the understanding of the human condition, why there is suffering, why there is sadness, and what the fuck, mm -hmm. you know? That's passionate because it's important. Yeah. And you're doing the work, I'm doing the work. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that I've listened to your interviews are doing, are doing the work, you mm -hmm. know, in community. And, um, you know, I think there's a big tipping point that's happening right now with the political system. You know, this is all happening exactly the way it's supposed to. It's just, it's all happening for our greater increased awareness, mm -hmm. you know, to be like, whoa, wait a minute, I need to wake the fuck up because shit's getting weird and my kids are, you know, uh, being taught this and the separateness is happening and the, the materialism, people are waking up and, and it's happening for, for, for exactly the way it's supposed to, you know, and hmm. um, I'm stoked to be a part of the awakening and the awareness mm -hmm. and to be able to, uh, to see other people that are doing the same thing. It's mm. the biggest joy in, in the world, I think, is to be able to see people evolve and be the best they can be, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and bad shit's gonna happen. Bad shit's gonna happen to me and you and mm -hmm. all of us. It's how we, how we deal with it and how we relate to it mm -hmm. and how we, you know, send compassion to it and send love to it and, and Unless, I, unless something's happening in my, my sphere of influence, then I can't control it, you know? I stop watching the news and stop, you know, I do social media every once in a while, but it's, you know, just trying to, trying to just live my own life. Hmm. Thanks, so, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good this job. has been awesome. <laughs> Thank you.